Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about how kids as young as eight show a gender gap when it comes to negotiating, how speaking another language can change your personality, and what paleontologists can learn from a momentous new discovery of fossilized dinosaur embryos. Let's satisfy some curiosity. The world has a stubborn gender pay gap problem where women consistently make less than men do for the same work. It's an alarming problem that urgently needs a solution. And understandably, most of the proposed solutions have involved changing the beliefs and behaviors of adults. But now, a new study suggests that the gap could start to appear in children as young as eight. Researchers from Boston College and NYU studied 240 children in and around Boston. They worked with boys and girls in a variety of age groups, the littlest between three and four years old and the oldest between eight and nine years old. The children did a simple task with an experimenter who then let them select stickers as a reward. The researcher asked the children to decide for themselves how many stickers they deserved for finishing the game that they had just played. That's when the negotiation began. If a child asked for one or two stickers, they got them. But if they asked for more, the experimenters started negotiating. They told the children that they were asking for too many stickers and asked them again how many they thought they deserved. About 154 children played hardball with the researcher and kept asking for more than two stickers. These future CEOs moved on to the next phase. The experimenters told the children that if they asked for more stickers than could be given, they wouldn't get any at all. Still, some children asked for more than two. Then the researchers told them they could only have fewer than three. However many stickers the children asked for next, the experiment ended. The researchers found that the oldest girls, between eight and nine years old, asked for fewer stickers initially if they had a male experimenter. The experimenter's gender didn't matter for the younger girls or for any of the boys. The researchers also found that the older girls were more likely to drop out of the sticker negotiation when they had a male experimenter. Once again, that wasn't true of anyone else. The researchers think it's possible that by the age of eight or nine, girls already think that they have a lower status than men. It's bleak, but it's also a wildly important finding. It suggests that work to address the gender gap should start much earlier than previously thought, all the way back in elementary school. Language goes a lot deeper than just communication. Research is showing that the language you speak affects the way that you think from how you make decisions to how you interact with others. Well, get this. Speaking another language can even change your personality. This idea has been studied a lot, and the results are almost always the same. At the turn of the 21st century, two linguists surveyed more than a thousand bilingual people and they found that 65% of them felt like a different person when they used a different language. And more recently in 2006, research at the University of Connecticut gave bilingual Spanish and English speakers a test that measured the big five personality traits. You know, openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. Acronym OCEAN, if you want an easy way to remember that. They found that when participants took the test in English, they scored higher in extroversion, agreeableness, and conscientiousness than they did when they took the test in Spanish. 
And these traits lined up with the results of earlier tests the researchers gave monolingual speakers in the U.S. and Mexico, showing there was something about the language that brought out those traits. The researchers think that might be because of cultural differences. English-speaking cultures are more individualistic and therefore more prone to self-enhancement, as the researchers put it, which explains the high scores in extroversion and agreeableness. In collectivist cultures like Mexico, there's more of a focus on the communal good than on singing your own praises. And this all points to some fascinating questions. I mean, which one is your true personality? If you were born speaking a different language, would you be a different person? Well, one thing is clear. The impact of the language you speak cannot be overstated. You may think in that language, but that language also changes the way you think. Paleontologists digging near a railway station in Ganzhou, China, have uncovered something incredibly special. It's the fossilized remains of a dinosaur called an oviraptor, plus the 24 huge eggs it was sitting on. Even better for scientists, the embryos are at different stages of development. This is a huge trove of information that paleontologists will analyze for decades. It's the first time researchers have ever found the fossil of a dinosaur that was sitting on top of eggs containing embryos. It's already yielding some pretty big surprises. Oviraptors looked a lot like ostriches. They were mostly carnivorous and walked on two legs, just like fellow theropods Tyrannosaurus rex and Velociraptor. The researchers can infer from the surrounding layers of rock that this parent and its brood died about 70 million years ago. The researchers could tell from oxygen isotopes in the fossils that the eggs were kept near the parent's body temperature. That suggests that the adult was incubating the eggs, not just guarding the nest the way crocodiles do. The most mature eggs were almost ready to hatch, which strongly suggests that the adult had invested a lot of time and energy into keeping them safe and warm. All of that makes this the first hard evidence that dinosaurs were brooding parents. Paleontologists haven't been able to agree on the sex of the adult, but it wouldn't be a big surprise if it turns out to be a male. Research on nests from other species of theropods suggests that males provided some care, and modern ostriches take turns parenting. At least seven of the eggs contain fossilized remains of embryos. The biggest ones are about the size of a Nerf football. And like I said, it looks like one of them contains the tiny curled up skeleton of an oviraptor that was just about to hatch. The researchers aren't sure why some of the embryos are so much more developed than others. Most modern birds deliberately wait until all the eggs are laid before they start incubating. That causes the babies to hatch at about the same time. Some species start incubating right away, leading to the staggered hatching the poor oviraptor was probably expecting. But researchers think that adaptation evolved much more recently. One possibility is that eggs closer to the adult developed more quickly because they were warmer. These new findings are exciting, but they're really just scratching the surface. The real news is the fossil itself, which is destined to slowly reveal secrets to generations of paleontologists yet to come. A lot for them to dig up. That's right. A lot of data to let incubate. Mm. Really sit on those findings. Yeah. Hit it with a shovel. Just crack it open. Wow. Yeah, you got me. 
Let's recap the stuff we learned today, starting with the fact that kids as young as eight show a gender gap when it comes to negotiating. And that suggests that work to address the gender gap should start very early, like in elementary school. Gotta be your own number one advocate, regardless of gender. I mean, this makes sense to me. I remember that age and I remember how much there was like that girls rule, boys drool kind of fighting in the playground. But I think I think girls kind of saw the writing on the wall and realized that we needed to be nicer than boys did. That's part of this, right? It's like negotiation kind of requires playing hardball and women are sort of punished for being assertive and dominant. There's a lot, I think, that goes into this. Like for sure. Many, many, many facets of many things. But good to know that this research could help point us in the right direction in terms of when we need to start addressing this kind of stuff. Yeah. And we also learned that speaking another language can change your personality. Or maybe more accurately, you can change your personality with every language you speak. The values of cultures associated with different languages can shape the way that we act when we speak them. If languages from different cultures can bring out different traits in you, then how different would you be if you were born speaking a different language? Kind of fun to think about. And I know there's a lot of controversy over how people think differently in different languages and like having more words for love means you love more. And a lot of that is not really true. But there are little differences like this just in, you know, how assertive you are how agreeable you are just because, you know, language comes with culture. It does. We also learned that paleontologists found a fossilized dinosaur and a couple dozen of its eggs containing embryos in various stages of development. This is a first for researchers and raises a lot of questions like, why are they in different stages of development if they were all laid at the same time? Well, analyzing these fossils will help us learn a lot for years to come. I am so here for the paleontology discoveries that turn what we once believed to be these like bloodthirsty monsters into like doting parents and like social hunters and just, you know, dinosaurs with friends and families and babies. I love it. Everyone talks about the movie Jurassic Park, but who could forget the classic television series Dinosaurs? <laughs> Earl Sinclair and the Sinclair family? Mm. <laughs> the baby? Not the mama! <laughs> so good. That did depict a dinosaur family. You are right. That is, uh, that's fair. <laughs> it did! The teenagers skateboarded and wore a leather jacket. Maybe we'll discover dinosaur skateboards in the future. Maybe we will. Yeah, the dinosaurs rode skateboards. While the Neanderthals were driving around in their electric cars made of flank steak. And like the dinosaurs would ride the skateboards and then they would like duck behind the electric cars and they grab onto the back so that they could hitch a ride to the enchantment under the sea dance. Right. Where they would help their parents have their first kiss so that they weren't erased from history. This is way too many references. Cody, just like, please watch a movie. Just go, just watch it. Let's stop. You need to go watch a movie. Go watch Back to the Future. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Today's stories were written by Kelsey Dunk, Ashley Hamer, and Grant Curran, and edited by Ashley Hamer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Script writing was by Cody Goff and Sonia Hodgen. Today's episode is produced and edited by Cody Goff. Join us again tomorrow, and we'll dig up something to help you learn something new in just a few minutes. 
And until then, stay curious. <laughs>